Noobers. Super special episode today. It's a community special. It's episode 200 of the Noobs Pro podcast. A bit of a celebration, I guess, of more than 200 interviews with spearfishing experts, authorities and characters from around the world. Just people who have shared their froth, their tips, their passion, their lessons learned uh, over the years. And today it's getting to catch up again with them. Captain Dan Walsh joins me and we get through a bunch of voice messages listen, uh, submitted from previous podcast guests and patrons alike, as well as a couple from just random Noobs Bureau community people as well. Hope you enjoy it. It's a massive episode. Um, it's also happy, well, it's happy Father's Day today, but it's probably going to be three or four days after the fact by the time you listen to the podcast. Um, in celebration of that, uh, Steve brought a Spiro Dad shirt and he says, great shirt, love the podcast. Uh, thanks for that, Steve. If you want to get hold of some Noob Spiro merch, just go to noobspiro.com. There is the Jobfish tribute shirt. There's the Spiro Dad one and a bunch of these like rashies. There's all sorts of stuff. Um, get amongst it if you are keen to support the podcast. It's always helpful. Also, go to GoFundMe and support the Inter-Pacific Spearfishing Team. Trevor Kitchen's organised a fundraiser there. Uh, there's five legends hoping to go over and compete in the Inter-Packs. Um, five awesome Australians uh, competing, representing the country and having fun doing it. But it's an expensive trip, so go to the GoFundMe, type in Inter-Pacific Spearfishing Team and uh, Trevor's fundraiser will pop right up. Get on there, back those guys. Um, Trevor's a super cool dude and a um, bunch of cool people heading over for that comp. Um, I'm not going to muck around today too much. really want to get into this episode. It's a longer one. Awesome voice messages from the No Spirit community. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Here we go. Adreno.com.au, the home of recipes, blogs, videos, equipment reviews, and an obnoxiously large range of spearfishing equipment for frothers like you. Not only that, but spearfishing trips and courses, courses and trips that I sometimes get to go on. Check them out at adreno.com.au. It's a Spiro's best friend. Check them out, and if you want to buy gear, pump in the code NoobSpiro to save $20 on every purchase over $200. You can use that online, in-store, Use the code NoobSpiro, save some cash, and support the NoobSpiro podcast. Shop with adreno.com.au. Neptonics.com source the very best in spearing gear from around the planet. Jerry says, if we sell it, we believe in it, we trust it, and dive it. Neptonics is the one-stop shop for all your spearfishing essentials. Neptonics is solid gear that works, and you'll know it's true when you pull the trigger on a Neptonics mech. On every snap of a Neptonics power band and in every whiz of a Neptonics spear gun reel, singing with the power of another big fish. Buy gear you can depend on at neptonics.com. Use the code NOOB10 to save 10%. All right, g'day, noobers. Uh, today it's an exciting episode. It's episode 200. I'm joined by Captain Dan Walsh, uh, who's been a previous guest on the podcast. He's been on here a bunch of times. He's also a patron listener. Dan's been a massive part of the New Spirit community and uh, he's just one of the good dudes we have around the place um, doing good things. So Dan, uh, mate, thanks for joining me and thanks for being part of our community. I uh, Thank you for inviting me. I can't believe that uh, I was episode 92 and this is 200 and where did the time go? And you've done so well. You've had so many people. It's so interesting and uh, it's I get, I get very excited every time I get the, the patron thing that there's a new episode. You know, I'm all over it. yeah. Yeah, well, you and like fifty other people like help 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 keep the 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 uh, the outboard running, so to speak, <laughs> of the Noob Spiro podcast boat. So, um, mate, massive thanks to you. And you sent me through an email a little while ago, and you suggested, hey, you've got this huge milestone episode coming up, episode two hundred. 
Um, have you thought about doing a where are they now kind of catch up yep. um, with all of the previous guests? And I, I, I loved it straight away because for me, I find it really hard to stay in touch with all of the awesome people I've chatted with over the years because now there's like 200 of them um, and all of a sudden it's become – you know, managing the, all these relationships at scale. So it's, it's a great way to do it. So I reached out to everyone and asked for voice messages and we've got a ton of voice messages from patrons, listeners and previous guests on the podcast. So we've got a bit to get through, Dan. Okay. Just just in case uh, viewers are wondering, where am I? I'm in, uh, I work in the television business as well as charter boats and things. I'm literally in a satellite truck. And the satellite truck <laughs> will feed the the AMA Outdoor Motocross all over the world tomorrow. And this is a quick tour. What a, what a little, this is a Dodge or a Mercedes Sprinter van. And all those things yeah. behind me on knobs, buttons, and gadgets are uh, what brings television to the world. And the guy that's ducking, trying to get out of the picture, his name is Mike. And he's graciously allowed me to come in here. It's the quietest place on the entire place right now. And it's also 105 degrees Fahrenheit. And it's about 60 in here. So it's perfect. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those uh those motocross bikes, they make a fair bit of noise when they, when yeah. they get around the tracks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they do. So it's well, uh this what is a our cool last job event. Then. Yeah, this is our last event of the season. We've done twelve. I've only been home one day a week. I, I'd like to say that I've been in the water a lot, but I have not. Um it is what it is. You know, on my Mondays I try to sneak in the water to the uh not so secret spot by my house to go see if I can shoot a halibut, but I've got uh, about yeah. four little juvenile great white sharks that live and live with us now, and so they like to Ooh. they like to see what we're doing. And uh, we've only had one pulled off a stringer so far, so so far so good. <laughs> Fire, yeah. yeah, that'd make you nervous. Um, I remember you telling me like you you're close to the beach there, and you've got a, a dive spot like literally like a couple of hundred meters from your doorstep. So um, when you do get out, um, it's probably pretty cool. But uh, so sometimes it's like I don't know about you, but you know the 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 draw and the allure and the healing capacity of our of our lifestyle and getting in the water. I think um, sometimes when you have a little bit of a dry spell for a while, it makes it all the more sweeter when you finally hit the water. Well, the nice thing about it is that the let's see, today is the beginning of September, early September. Uh, in a week, I'm flying down to Cabo San Lucas and then going to East Cape and uh, going ah. fishing and spear fishing. So I've got a week a week ahead of me. So I'm really looking forward to it. My goal this time is to shoot a wahoo. You know, I've, I've done yeah. all the other ones and I've never, I've caught Wahoo line and hook line, you know, type thing, never shot one. So that's the goal. Me either. So you better beat me because you're <laughs> 71 now. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I get to use my seventies privilege now, you know, I, I still think I'm 25, nice. but the rest of me, my body says, no, you're 70. So. And you've, you've also, you're also joining the bearded clan too with uh, you got a bit of a beard started there. So that's, that's, that's good. That's good things for you, Dan. Like life's looking up. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. I had, I, I wanted to see what color gray it would come in just to, just for laughs, yeah. just to see. So uh, anyway, let's get started here. You got a lot of guys. Who's your, who's your first one up? Yeah, let's, let's, let's get into it. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to work through an alphabetical order. So I emailed all the guests. I asked them what's changed since uh, we chatted since the, we had their podcast interview. Um, have you had any scary or tough situations? What have you learned along the way since we chatted? Um, what are you working on? And what advice do you have for the spearing community? Let's get into it. Um, it's Alex Davis from Spearfishing Barbados. 
Hey Shrek, what's going on? It's Alex here from episode 82, uh, Freediving Barbados and Spearfishing Barbados. Yeah, all is well here, man. Um, everything's been awesome since doing the podcast with you guys. I've actually had quite a few people come out diving with me, both those that have heard the podcast and then booked to come diving and those that you know, uh, dove with me and then at some point in the future heard the podcast and sent me a message. Oh man, I just listened to the podcast. Da, da, da. So honestly, it's been great. I really, really appreciate the opportunity to uh, to talk with you guys. What have I been up to since? Um, well, it's bad. It's been a while, isn't it? Episode 82. Um, i trying to remember exactly what year that was now. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of freediving competitions. I've been going back to the Bahamas each year, uh, last year and this year. Uh, had a lot of ups and downs there. Had some great dives and training. Um, competition itself this year wasn't amazing for me. I unfortunately had COVID. It finally caught up to me and um, I wasn't able to, to really take part in the competition. But did some great personal bests. Actually, the one that I'm really proud of uh, this year. Um, I did uh, 86 meters, which is 282 feet with my bifids. Wow. Um, so big shout out to Deep Apnea Bifids. Um, what am I working on at the moment? Um, just still hustling, still hustling my my business, you know, still running charters, still doing courses. I'm looking to try and expand the freediving courses a little bit more um, and continue training. I mean, I, I got back from the Bahamas only a week ago, week and a half ago, and already hit the ground running with training. Um, you know, second day I was back, boom, I had my first dry training session. So, um, yeah, no rest for the wicked, as they say. <laughs> um, and since we chatted, have I had any crazy experiences? Well, actually, yeah, funny enough, um, last year in competition in the Bahamas, 2021, I had my first ever um, shallow water blackout. Um, and that was actually a fantastic oh. experience, I will say. I'm really happy that it happened in competition and I had safeties and medics around me. But um, yeah, man, that was uh, that was an experience for sure. Um, I think I've pretty much covered everything on the podcast. And uh, if people want to stay up to date with me at the moment, um, probably Instagram, Facebook. Um, these days, I'm typically posting on Instagram and, and it, it automatically shares to Facebook. I'm not really on Facebook much these days. But if you send me a message, I'll see it. So I'll respond. But I don't really, uh, I'm not really super active on it. And then you've also got me, freedivingbarbados.com, spearfishingbarbados.com. Um, and of course, you've got freedivingbarbados on Instagram, spearfishingbarbados on Instagram. And uh, yeah, it'd be great to catch up with you guys soon. Thanks a lot, Shrek. Have a good day. So Alex Davis, Spearfishing Barbados, I remember that episode, uh, 82, jeepers, it's a while back now. Um, he, he he had Brendan Fraser on, you know, the actor? Yeah. Like he was yeah. uh, in The Mummy and stuff. He's taken him out on a charter and, uh, I mean, what a beautiful part of the world in Barbados there, so pretty cool. I have not been there. I've been nearby, but not there. It sounds, you know, there's a couple places I'd like to go. That's That's one of them, as is Western Australia. Let's get straight into the next one. Burke Calder from The Old Man Blue. Good eye, Isaac. And congratulations on 200 episodes, mate. That's a hell of a lot of episodes and love most of them. I haven't listened to all of them, but the ones I listened to, I really enjoyed. Mate, um, since we spoke last, I am um, still working hard on growing the Old Man Blue brand, working on all different things like the CSAC. We work on harnesses, floats, and a few other things as well that we got in a pipeline to release in the future. Um yeah, let me just think. Um, still enjoying diving with my mates, going on road trips. Just we've got such a beautiful coastline, and just loving every bit of it. Um, lessons learned. I heard the song, and it had something along the line of "Leave something behind." And yeah, it struck a chord. And that's what I think we should do: is um, when we go into the ocean, keep it in mind. You know, leave something. You know, like if you see a fish and you don't really want it, 
Don't just shoot it for the sake of shooting it. Leave it behind. Um, not for only for tomorrow, but all for the next generation. And um, when you're out of the water, have the same mindset of leaving something behind, something good, you know, positive, so that other people view spear fishermen in a positive light rather than giving us a bad reputation because um, so many people see us and they do judge us. So do the right thing, guys. And, um, yeah, um, as far as things that I maybe forgot to say in the last episode, I think one of the things I should have said is um, thank you so much for supporting small businesses like myself. We have mm-hmm. our heart on our sleeves and we're very passionate about what we're doing and your support and small businesses like ours um, is crucial. We do need your help and please do shop with the small guys rather than always with our big stores and um, online and et cetera, et cetera. Do support the little guys. Thanks for if you do. Um, Brandon has been a big help um, with growing Instagram page for us, Old Man Blue Dive Instagram page, and we also have an Old Man Blue shop on Facebook. And thank you for everyone so far that has made Old Man Blue what it is. We do appreciate it. And only the best, guys. Happy hunting. Bird here from Old Man Blue. Have a good day. Bye. So Bert there, uh, Old Man Blue, over in WA. I'm actually headed over for a dive trip with him, Dan, um, coming up. So I'm pretty excited. All about right. That. Yeah, sounds like a good guy. It'd be good, a good guide for you. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so here's episode 156, if you wanted to chat about him. Very well-traveled um, Spiro. A bit like yourself, Dan. Uh, he's, he's been around and uh, <laughs> interesting guy. And, and, and like I think sometimes with the, with the guys that have been doing the Spiro in a long time, guys and girls, you have a very – I don't know. It's like experience tempers your ethics and the way you think about something. When you spend 30 years thinking about spearfishing and how to do it better and how to be ethical and all these sorts of things, like, I don't know, like it's like it's been refined over a long period of time. Generally you find some of the the more blunt stuff yeah. becomes a bit more tempered. I, I don't know. What do you think? Oh, I, I agree. I, I'll, I'll tell you a quick little story here. When uh, how, about, mm. how long I've been doing Some of your listeners or viewers may know I used to run a dive boat, a very well-known dive boat called the Bottom Scratcher here in San Diego. When uh, the, there was, uh, the owner's uh, son had a, his family had a baby and his name was Jason, Jason Johnston. And um, not too long ago, I gave a presentation at the San Diego Free Divers, and I brought a bunch of Pradanovich guns and stuff to show. And this guy comes walking up to me. He says, I have a gun just like that. And I said, what's your name? He goes, Jason Johnston. I hadn't seen him in years. And uh, I said, wow. I was at the hospital when you were born. I said, how old are you now? He says, 52. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got, he's got uh, two kids, and he's, he's, both of his sons are Spiros, and they, they, they're, they've hem, have embraced what their grandfather taught them and everything. So that's really kind of a cool thing. So, yeah, you got to love it, that's, you know? It's a lifestyle. Yeah, you yeah. got to love it. For sure. One other thing you got involved with too, Dan, and uh, you are a big help with was 99 Spiro Recipes. You submitted a couple of absolute cracker recipes. Like there's a – because you used to run a pizza restaurant and so you put your own pizza uh, recipe in it and I friggin' like it. Um, So, yeah, yeah. So I I thought that was a really cool and different feature in the book. Like it's not your strictly seafood type uh, recipe and – but I'm looking forward to giving it a go. And I don't do a lot of um, cooking these days. You can – yeah, I don't know that you can see this. I don't know if you can see it or not, but – Probably mm. not. There you go. 
Oh, I can see it. Yeah, okay, yeah, there you go. You I, I made make I up. made ten pizzas for my TV crew yesterday. Here, I brought out my Camp Chef pizza oven and did that. And you know what? I thought about well, it's kind of funky to go in a, a you know a seafood rest or a you know book, but making a seafood pizza. It make the, the base is what you got to do. Then oh, then just get creative. 100%. You know. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, like I think. Um, what you put on the top is whatever you choose, yep. and um, but but a lot of people don't know how to make a good pizza. I've never made one from scratch from the start. I'm always one of those guys that those those terrible dudes that just goes and buys bases pre-made from the supermarket. Well, I, I had so, fun. Uh, I had fun doing trying some of the other ones that you assigned me, and uh, they look yeah, pretty. Yeah, they yeah. pretty good, you know. Um, uh, but, oh uh, yeah, you re- you recreated probably at least half a dozen recipes for us where the photos weren't quite up to scratch. Yeah, because like being a print book, like the the photography needs to be really good, and and you were the the right man for the job. So it's, you know, it's what I started out in photography, and, and I was a high school photographer. You know, it's the I had the best high school gig of all time because I had a hall pass, so people would think mm. that I was out doing stuff, and I just you know I had the best. I'll just leave it. I had a great high school experience. <laughs> but I was a school photographer. My first job, I worked in a portrait studio as a lab tech and uh, wow. yeah, that whole sort of thing. So that's, and then I switched over to video uh, years later, but uh, yeah, but I had fun. I can't, uh, can't wait to see the book. I know that it's, it's in process and all that. So, you know, and, and I'm going to try all the recipes. I'll figure it started, uh, except for the ones I already did. So I know what those are like. You know, so. so so just a quick update because we, we, we're sort of talking around it. Um, I've had some issues with the printing and basically I'm on my fourth sample now. We've finally ironed out all the issues, we think, and I'm about to bring, begin the production run. They're telling me it's a two-week turnaround for the quantity of books I've ordered and then it's probably another two weeks to get them shipped here and then I'm probably – then I'm, I've got four pallets of stuff in my garage and I'm putting it all into um, – you know, packages, and I've got to send out 300-odd packages. Wow. So I'll be enlisting the support and help of my family um, <laughs> to, get, to get it done. But it will get done. It's just um, you don't want to – when you spend all this time, Dan, making something, you don't want to send people something that's half-cooked. Yeah. And um, I feel like we've made a, a really solid effort at producing something pretty special. So – Anyway, let's get into Brett Whitman from Spear Factor Podcast. He left me a voice message. Here we go. Good. Hey, Isaac. It's Brett. Um, yeah, man, it's been a pretty uh, exciting past couple of years. I think it's been since I've been on the show. Um, I have been working a lot on just trying to own my craft, as they say, just yeah. trying to get better and better audio with the Spear Factor Podcast. Um, and also trying to figure out ways to take different approaches to spearfishing interviews, I guess. You know, I, I think one of the things is um, that we can only talk about spearfishing so many different ways and okay. before it gets kind of dull. So I, I, my goal is to kind of take more of an approach of people that spearfish and kind of dive into a little bit of that more personal stuff. Um, cause I think we're all kind of unique in certain ways, um, more than just traditional, uh, athletes that do sports and things like that, organized sports. But, um, yeah, so I've been working on that as far as a podcast goes. And then, you know, one of the things, uh, you know, doing the podcast that I wanted to do was right to help mentor people when I started it and put information out there. And then this year I decided to try to take it a step further and develop like an online course. Um, 
just trying to put all the information that I personally have gained or or know over the years to put it all in a course that would be like a hell of a jump start for people that are trying to get into spearfishing or that are maybe in you know been doing it a while with limited success. So I started the um, the mentorship program, the online course, um, and offering you know coaching, if you will. Um, to help people with certain problems, uh, you know, individual problems or just help them with information and things like that. So yeah, um, just trying to get better at the podcast and, you know, had the online course and that's pretty much it that's been going on. I've been diving quite a bit this summer going after bluefin and we had just an insane mahi, uh, mahi dorado yeah. season so far. I mean, really, just insane. And yeah. I've been posting a lot about that, but that's pretty much it. Um, 200, 200 episode, man. I got to say, congratulations. <laughs> Knowing all the work that that <laughs> that goes into that is pretty incredible. Yeah, no and uh, I love what you're doing. And if I can help you in any way, please let me know. All right, take care, Shrek. Bye. He's a good man, Brett. Um, so you're in the similar part of the world. So the Dorado run's been on, eh? It's been epic, epic. The kelp patties, and in fact, there's been whole herds of the damn things out in blue open water, not even near kelp patties and everything. People are just going crazy for it, and they're all, you know, they're not they're not big bulls. They're you know some twelve to some some eight to five pounds to throw those back, but bigger ones, twelve to twenty five pounds. Yeah, it's they're they're respectable size, and they're they're just it's I've never seen it like this before. It's it's amazing. I don't think I've shot one. I don't think I've shot one over ten pounds, to be honest. Like I have shot quite a few, but I guess you'd call them rats. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe that's sort of that four to ten pound mark. Um, but the big the big ones have got so much personality, uh, oh. and and I think they're a great entry level fish as well. Like if you can get out on 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 where they're holding on fads or on like some floating tree or something like that, like. They're, they come in on you as long as you're not like acting stupid or erratic in the water and then they come right in and you can maybe you dive down a meter or two if you want to yeah. and then uh, and just plug them and away you go. There's still an art and a skill to get in the big ones though because they are the first ones to spook and you generally sometimes I think you only get one or two passes on them. Yeah, and, and like you said, you don't have to go that deep, you know, 10, 15 feet or whatever. Uh, and just a, a tip for any of you guys that hook and line fish, if you hook one, leave it in the water because it's going to attract all the others to come nearby, and then you're going to do much better. So, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't quite work that way with a spear gun, but almost. But I, hook and line, mm-hmm. leave it in the water, let it soak, and you're going to bring in several more. The problem with shooting them with a spear gun is they go ballistic. Like, they're, they're a fish that will <laughs> tangle all your lines. They'll do flips and crazy stuff, and shot placement is pretty important with those fish. Um, a good learning curve. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I have nothing to add. You said it perfectly. <laughs> um, Captain Dan Walsh, you've left a voice message too. Should we play that one? Yeah, go for it. I think I did the other day. It's a pretty, no, never mind. It pretty much what says what we've been talking about already. You know, oh, mainly cool. congratulations. Two hundred episodes. You've 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 excelled at your craft. Look, go back to listen to episode number one or two, and then listen to yeah. one of these. Oh. And your audio is better. <laughs> your video is better. Your interviewing skills are better. It's all better. You know. So yeah. I miss Turbo. I miss the banter. Um, he was a fantastic fella to have sitting in the co-pilot seat. And the the podcast is 
the poorer for not having them because um, I felt like we were like salt and pepper. Yeah. Very um, contrasting styles and personalities and we had a great friendship and um, and we had a great time making the show as well for a long while. Um, like a lot of good things though, they don't last forever. So um, he's now got two small children and uh, he's flat out living just life and um, yeah. so, yeah. Good for him. I, I wish yeah. him well. I know yeah, he, was, yeah, he was working on a house, wasn't he? Rebuilding a house or yeah. something way back when? Yeah. yeah. He bought a big renovation job and he also started another business. And, um, and yeah, like, uh, you know, yeah. I, I think sometimes you have a season for something and then you, you move yeah. on. So um, I wanted to give a – let's get into a voice message from a patron. Then I'll give people an idea of some of the stats behind the show. I don't talk about yeah. it all the time because um, – I just try and focus on making a better show, but uh, people might be interested. And um, I think there's some slots opening up for some more sponsors as well. So it might be a good time to tell everyone how many people are listening and where they're listening from. So anyway, let's have a listen to Craig Brown. He's a patron legend powering the podcast as well. Hey, Shrek. Craig here. Congratulations on reaching 200 episodes of the pod. I'm sure there are many hundreds more to come. I've listened to all of them and enjoyed them a lot. I'm still very much a noob sparrow. Uh, but your podcast has helped me improve from being a dangerous liability in the water to being mildly useless. <laughs> I'm sure with time in the water and more info from you and your guests, one day I might even reach the lofty heights of being a mediocre sparrow. <laughs> my wife has taken up spearfishing too, mostly due to my nagging, although she's yet to shoot a fish. We're working on that one. Thanks for you personally putting me in touch with Craig McNiven from the Tweed Gold Coast Freedivers. We signed up at the club and uh, recently participated in the Australian Nationals up at 1770. We had a lot of fun up there, even though we didn't bother the scorers. We got a nice cray and a couple of illegal fish that were too small for the competition, but still delicious. Hopefully one of these days we'll get a chance to have a dive together. We live in the same part of the world, so maybe we can make it happen. I'd like to encourage all the other listeners of the pod to sign up at the Patreon and let's keep the noob spirit of froth going. Yep. What a legend, eh? Yeah. Um, kind words there from from Craig. Some of the patrons are the, the the biggest supporters of the podcast, and I'm grateful for every one of them. Sometimes they make me emotional, uh, Dan. I'm not generally like a – well, I guess I am a bit of an emotional guy, but sometimes like uh, when, you know, when you feel like you made an impact and people feel strongly enough about what you do to support it, it's a big deal. Yeah. Like, yeah, so. I mean, I just, I've got a crew of 60 here in this television crew, and this is our last event. So we may know, some of us, we may never see each other again. So I had a big cake made, and I had this big speech all pre- ready to go, and I just melted like butter, you know, and uh, it was bad, you know, and I just babbling, trying to say thank you. I just said, thank you, everybody. You know, that's, yes, it's all good. It's all good, you know. Mm. All right, I, I did mention I was going to give some stats. So yeah. total downloads as of the 1st of September 2022, um, Noosphere Podcast has had more than 1.1 million listens. Wow. And that's that's not that's not including like YouTube or Facebook or anything like that. That's just purely the audio version of the podcast. So pretty cool. Um, yeah, and then there's like I had a look in some of these countries, don't get me wrong, haven't had a lot of downloads, but more than 209 countries have listened to the podcast people in different areas of the world so it's just it's just crazy like a, it's a it's a podcast about spearfishing and and spearos like like sort of Brett said like it's it's about more than just spearfishing yeah. you know we talk about mental health we talk about photography videography we talk about uh, marine science we talk about 
you know, every aspect of hunting and breath hold and, you know, um, physical fitness and the lifestyle and cooking and, you know, it's the list around spearfishing. I think I don't see spearfishing as a sport. I see it as a lifestyle and there's a lot that goes into that lifestyle. Let me ask you a question. What is the most uh, surprising country that you have uh, viewers or listeners? What, what, what surprised you? Which country really surprised you the most? Hmm. Some of the some of the weird little yeah, landlocked yeah. European countries or, or or African like you know even in conflict zones even if there's only like five or six downloads I'm like is that someone traveling or is that like you know what are they doing listening to me in the Congo um, but anyway you know, nice. good, good on them um, Craig McNiven Craig Brown just mentioned him he has a lot to do with the Tweed Gold Coast Club let's get into his voice message. G'day Shrek, it's uh, Craig McNiven here from the Tweed Gold Coast Freediders. Mate, uh, congratulations on the milestone and, uh, mate, million downloads. If only you got a dollar out of each of them. Uh, well done, <laughs> mate. Um, and uh, oh, what's the best thing you've done? Got rid of that sponsor with the um, Manscaped. Oh, geez, that was cringeworthy, but I can understand why you need it, mate. You're a big hairy beast and uh, love your work. Keep it up and, uh, yeah, have a good one. I thought that was a that was a match made in heaven with Manscaped. To be honest, uh, they couldn't have picked a, a more hairy man. No, nah, no, they could have. There's like sort of way hairier than me everywhere. So, but um, but yeah, they, they were a funny sponsor for a little while. Um, they did try and um, come back with another trial offer, and I was just kind of I don't know if it's a great fit for 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 our community, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, and what that guy's a character, man. What a, that's funny. Yeah. That's, the the best thing about the Manscaped was recording the adverts for them. Like I like Turbo and I. Here's how we used to do ads. We used to have a few beers, <laughs> sit sit down. We'd write out some bullet points about why we liked the sponsors and why we actually bothered partnering with them because we never did it with people we didn't like, um, and we didn't use ourselves. You know, um, yeah. So we'd sit down and we would have a list of bullet points and we would just start. And sometimes he would do a solo one and I'd be pissing myself and then, you know, and then I'd do one and then sometimes we would be cheeky to each other. And there'd just be like two hours of mess uh, and we would give it to our audio engineer, Pat, at the time. We only had one. Um, and Pat started with us as an intern. Now he, he, he gets paid to edit um, episodes along with Brandon. And... Um, and we would just have an absolute blast. And I still do it now. So when I do an ad thing, I think about what I like about it and I think about some sort of funny angles and then I, I think it doesn't need an accent or whatever. And then I, I, I have a lot of fun making the ads. So I think that's why – I don't know. What do you think? Do you like the ads, Dan? I do. I like. Like, just thinking of Jeremy's when when he had Spearing Magazine and and his with 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 his accent. And it's like they like, think like we all talk like that. No, we don't. But it's pretty funny. That was a good. You know, he's trying to be it, and they went saying Chevrolet and beer and whatever. You yeah. Katy Perry on a swing. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty funny. Capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know. Yeah. You gotta have some fun with it. You know. Yeah. I mean, anyone can anyone can watch a commercial. And you know, any any given time. But have some fun with them. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's what we're all good. To do. All right, um, Adventure Man, Dan, let's have a listen to that. Hey, Shrek, how you doing? It's Daniel, Adventure Man, Dan here. You interviewed me back when I was in South Africa finishing up a world spearfishing tour. Since I've been on the podcast, I uh, got back to the USA after 14 months of spearfishing around the world. Got a RV once I was in California. 
took that RV all the way up the Pacific coastline in North America, all the way to Alaska, spearfished the King Salmon World Record that still holds. That was a crazy trip. Uh, decided I need to get a sailboat, worked for a year to know <laughs> and financially be able to do that. Sold everything to get a stealth camper minivan that I built for myself. Took that across the country to the East Coast of the USA. Looked and bought and haggled for a sailboat. Got the one that I'm on now. Been sailing it since and living a crazy, fun, self-sustaining lifestyle out on the ocean. I literally uh, catch and eat everything that I eat out of the ocean now. It's pretty great. Uh, It's about almost 10 a.m. here. I was up this morning at 6 and grabbed a quick lobster. Actually got a double shot on some lobsters, which is kind of funny. Uh, yeah, so doing that, taking on different crew from around the world. My water maker's running in the background right now. That's all powered through my thousand watts of solar that I've installed on the boats, through <laughs> my uh, lithium batteries that I've built. So it's this weird, wacky, fun lifestyle I've got out here, a little boat garden, doing some sprouting. And yeah, just trying to be this ocean-sustained sailor man kind of deal. It's pretty fun. That's what I'm working on right now. Uh, have you learned any lessons and crazy experiences? Uh, yeah, I've, I've had a lot of crazy experiences and uh, a lot of lessons. Um, mostly that you don't got to get the big fish. You know, it's more fun to get the, the fish you need for the day. And that's what I've been doing out here. You know, uh, quite a few times recently I've gone out. We just, me and a buddy boat needed some fish. So I got us, you know, like a maybe like a 10-pound Kubera snapper. That is good eating size. You know, taking everything I can off the fish, getting the cheeks especially. It's so good. So fresh. Yeah, I think I said everything I wanted to back then when I was on the podcast, but it feels like a lifetime has happened since I was on there with you. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm still on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, got a little Patreon Mm -hmm. now, and uh, slowly ramping that up as I struggle to edit all of the content of everything that I've done. Still working on that every day, um, but also doing some really cool sponsorships and some really cool collaborations. Uh, Insta360 sponsored me, and... uh, I'm actually about to work on a sponsor or a collaboration with Exploring Alternative. So it's just cool. I've been able to combine the sailing life with the spearfishing life. Anyway, I hope this was uh, what you're looking for, buddy. It'd be good to catch up with you. I'll catch you later. Adventure Man Dan, that was a long time ago, but that was a fun interview and he's a, he's a crazy dude. Yeah, I wish he would have uh, stopped by if, we went, if, if he started with his motorhome in San Diego or wherever. By the, by the way, before I forget... Um, my name is not Dan Walsh or Captain Dan on Facebook. I don't do any social media. It, it's Buddy Walsh mm. if you want to in contact me. And the only reason it's Buddy Walsh is because a good friend of mine is named Dan Walsh. Yeah. We have about 100 mutual friends. So if someone wants to contact me, if you're coming through San Diego and you, if you want to check me, you know, let me know. Buddy Walsh on Facebook. Oh, there good. you go. That's why. That's all I'm going to pimp for me for the day. That's yeah, it. Yeah, no, I love it. <laughs> and you're 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 still getting out and about on uh, on on different podcasts. You're on Spear Factor as well, so people should yeah. definitely listen to that. You've been on the New Spirit podcast yep. as well, and it's great hearing uh, your take on the on the lifestyle too, Dan. Um, I was going to say, some people ask, you know, oh, how do people listen to podcasts? Because I think Noob Spear has actually introduced people to podcasts, and then. We've mm-hmm. served as sort of the gateway drug to all podcasts. <laughs> I love podcasts. Like I started a podcast because I liked podcasts. You know, I started listening to a podcast called Entrepreneur on Fire um, by a guy, John Lee Dumas, who came out of the military over there. Uh, he was living in Maine at the time and he started interviewing different business people every day, seven days a week, these short form interviews um, about how they got into business and stuff like that. And I loved it. I freaking loved it. And so that's kind of where my passion for podcasting came from. Um, 
people listen to podcasts on their smartphones predominantly. Um, Apple Podcasts, the native podcast apps, still really popular, but growing in popularity probably because of the Joe Rogan podcast is Spotify. It's now, I think, starting to lead the downloads in terms of um, where people are listening. But Apple Podcasts still massive. CastBox is big. Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, um, Overcast. Uh, one I like too is Podbean, which is uh, less popular but a great app for listening. iHeartRadio is another one. There's a bunch of different ways yeah. you can listen to podcasts. What do you listen to podcasts on, Dad? Oh, a ton of them. I usually, I'll tell you what, I just listened to your East Coast episodes, one, two, three, flying from Washington, D.C. back to San Diego. Okay. So anyway, it's a, uh, uh, I listen, I have tons of them, tons of podcasts, uh, all sorts. Uh, there's so many of them I can't even mention, but a lot of them are breathing things and, and just, you name it. Uh, there's so many. I, it's same thing with, the, with YouTube, YouTube subscriptions, a lot of that. You know, the other thing I do on the airplanes, I kind of do practice my dry breathing stuff oh, okay. and things like that, holding my breath. And sometimes I talk to the person next to me and they try to figure out what we're doing. So then I'll, I'll give them a little, you know, 10 minute deal on how to hold your breath longer and whatever, you know. Yeah, nice. So you, you've been a, a massive advocate for Ted Hardy. Um, have you done his 28 day transformation? I, I did. And in fact, it's so funny because I, I've been a Naui diving instructor since 1972. Yep. If you want to feel old, have Naui send you a pin, your 50 years of service pin. I don't think <laughs> it's on this head. I don't know where I put it. But uh, when I took my, my freediving course, I figured I needed to do this. Uh, I took it from Mark Lozano at uh, FII. Yep. And I was the worst student because I've been teaching diving so much and I had every bad habit you could have. And, and I was a real challenge for him, you know. Uh, but then with Ted, I took uh, the Frenzel course and some other things that, you know, and I did a couple of testimonials for him. Yeah. Ted's a good guy, you know. Yeah, I yeah. highly recommend anything he offers, do it. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. In the world of freedive spearfishing, there's no magic breathing technique that's all of a sudden going to get you down and shoot massive fish at depth and holding big bottom times but there is a way to do it safer and smarter take down more fuel to maximize the time that you have there learn at noobspiro.com forward slash ted with ted hardy from immersion freediving if you take down more fuel you can stay for longer learning to take a bigger breath is not such a big deal ted breaks it down for you with a free online course noobspiro.com forward slash ted take down 20 to 30 percent more air just by learning how to take a full breath again Learn how to do it free at noobspiro.com forward slash TED. I just love a functional and simple spear gun that I can trust when I pull the trigger. Kill shot spear guns utilize the finest of kiln-dried Burmese teak. Kill shot spear guns also combine American-made parts and fine craftsmanship to bring you accurate, reliable, and simple spear guns that you can trust fish after fish. Get $30 off. Any Killshot Spear Gun at KillshotSpearGuns.com. Yes and amen, Uber. That's $30 off American-made performance spear guns at KillshotSpearGuns.com. I'm really sorry for this terrible accent. Brought to you by Ed Martin at KillshotSpearGuns.com. Great news, guys. Adam Stern has made his freedivingfamily.com courses available at a discount for the Noob Spiro community. If you get on freedivingfamily.com, use the code SPIRO, you'll get 20% off any course. 
There's a bunch of sick courses on there. There's an equalizing uh, stage one. There's an equalizing advanced techniques um, video there. They're two of my absolute favorites. If you have any problems with equalizing, go to freedivingfamily.com, get Adam's course and use the code Spiro to get 20% off any course. Check it out at freedivingfamily.com. All right, let's have a listen to Darren Shields. I think he was uh, very early in the podcast. Uh, don't go into the water dressed up like a Christmas tree. It was one of his favorite uh, quotes from back in the day. Hi, Shrek. Um, so what have I been up to since we last spoke? Well, all sorts of things. Heaps of trips, lots of diving, designing new gear. Um, so, yeah, I mean, with diving, there's just so many different things you can do for different times of the year. Different weather allows you to do different things. And even in the winter, you know, there's some awesome diving to be had. We've had some great diving in New Zealand over the winter. Um, still getting some good kingies and snapper and things. Um, what are some lessons? I mean, it doesn't matter how much diving you do. I think we're all still learning. But one of the great experiences I've had since we last spoke is recently I got to film and photograph a school of harpoka in very shallow water, which in New Zealand is a pretty rare fish these days. So that, um, that was a real buzz for me. Uh, I've actually just been over to Oz and been out on the reef and done some beautiful diving in nice warm blue water compared to here in New Zealand. So that was, um, that was awesome. Um, I'm designing all sorts of new things with a weddy business. I'm always working on stuff for that. So I tend to do a lot of testing on the water and things with some of the products we're, we're, uh, we, we have. And uh, I've got some pretty cool designs coming up, and some of it has never been seen before. Um, People can stay up to date with us on on Weddy, on our uh, website, and our um, Instagram and things like that. I'm not great at all that sort of stuff, but my kids do a really good job of that. So that's probably the best place, but... um, yeah, life as a spear fisherman goes on, and um, one of the things that um, you know I've learned is because I dive with so many different people. One of my main dive mates is eighty-one years old, and he's still oh, doing wow. it, and still loving it. So <laughs> never give up. Yeah. I think what Darren's saying to you, Dan, is you, you've got uh, you, there's hope yet, mate. <laughs> yeah, there's hope. I got a good at least another good ten years. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> We'll go straight into Greg Rothhouse, who's uh, another patron listener. Hey, Shrek, this is Greg Rothhouse here, one of your loyal Patreon members. First of all, I just want to congratulate you, man, on getting up to 200 shows. That's amazing. I, I'm sure when you started this thing you, on show number one, you were wondering whether or not you were ever going to get like five people to listen to you. Um, and here you are at show 200. You've got like a million downloads or something crazy like that. And it just must be mind-blowing to you at times to think that this is what happened to it, you know, and all the cool people you got to talk to and interview and all the stuff that you got to learn. Um, just an amazing, an amazing feat. So congrats, congratulations to you, man. Um, I've seen them all or I've listened to them all. And, um, and I, I can't tell you how much I've learned from it and how much it's helped me with the sport other than kind of the obvious stuff, which is that all the tips you learn and, and about spearfishing, that some of the big ones that I've taken away, what's been helpful to me is been like, number one has been travel, uh, just hearing from people all over the world and uh, what's available to us out there if we want to go visit. In fact, in episode 56, you interviewed Sean Haskup. I listened to that and I made a decision to go to Costa Rica as a result of that show. Just got back, uh, spent three days in the water, had a great trip. Shot three wahoo, saw whales breaching, mm. uh, mahi. It was amazing trip, amazing trip. Um, and so I learned a lot about travel there. 
Um, another thing is uh, I laugh my ass off a lot during your show. You have some funny guests. You're a funny guy. I, I really, as a former Marine, I, I really like it when you make fun of, of the Marines with your Semper Fi humor. Um, I, I enjoy that. Uh, also, one thing I got out of the show a lot was I bought a GoPro, right? I want to take it underwater, but I had no idea what the heck I to do with it. Um, you had some really good shows on use of GoPro. One was Daniel Mann. And uh, there's others. I think like Chris Coates talked about it and there, there's others, but it was, uh, I learned an awful lot um, about that. And I was able to, to use that. And, uh, and then just your important reminders, you know, that, that you, they keep coming up and keep themes that keep coming up show after show. One recently that's been important to me was this idea of, you know, in terms of getting better, there's not a lot of substitute for being spending time in the water. And there's nothing that's going to basically substitute for that. And, um, and sometimes it requires patience to get better and just more time in the water. And that, that's a theme that comes up with a lot of your guests. So, um, again, I just want to quickly uh, congratulate you again. And uh, I look forward to hearing all the rest of your shows. I hope you do 200 more. Uh, thanks so much for, for bringing this information out and really being with me on my journey to become a better Spiro. I, I would not have uh, learned as much as I, as I have uh, without your show. We definitely would not have had as much fun as I've had. So thank you again, man. I, I really appreciate it. Congratulations. That was a really nice um, voice message from Greg. I really appreciate it. They're, they're the sorts of ones that, uh, that can make me a bit emotional too, Dan. Um, let's keep moving along. Um, Guy Cabot. Hey, Shrek. Uh, congratulations on uh, the 200. Um, I'm Guy, uh, originally from South Africa. I served from South Africa, moved to a small island uh, between the UK and France five years ago called Jersey. Uh, I got sick of the flat spells in the summer, which are nine months long. So I started spearfishing and uh, it's pretty much taken over my life. Uh, you know what I'll say? My wife thanks you for the, the, the safety <laughs> stuff. Not exactly the health and safety officer. So I think there will be a few more mishaps about the Noob Spirit podcast. So yeah, thanks, Shrek. If you want to see what Jay-Z's like, I mean, you don't have to put this in the message. Uh, but you can check out uh, Instagram under, under Jersey and under underscore Jersey. And then the C is obviously spelled S-E-A because it's a bit clever. Anyway, cheers, Shrek. It's actually a good um, point, Dan. I'm going to link up everyone's uh, socials and details um, that have mentioned it in the show notes for today. So if people just go to noobspiro.com forward slash 200, I'll have a listen. Jump on there and follow some of the other community and, and join a bunch of other like-minded people. So thanks, Guy, for your voice message. We'll go straight into Jake Hewitt's. Hey, mate. Uh, Jake here from WA. Just leaving you a voice message to say thanks for the podcast. So uh, you're doing good work, mate. It's been great. It's kept me motivated to to get out and go spearing. Um, real entertaining, good to listen to when I'm away at work, away from the ocean. Just yeah, keeps me keeps me excited to get back out. But cheers for everything you do, mate, and uh, keep it up. Another 200 episodes. Let's go. <laughs> He's the second one that said another 200. So. Jeepers. It's a, it's a well, yeah, let me ask you. So, so have you got 200 more in you? What do you think? I, you know, like, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, I don't know, Dan, like you, you set out, I set out with a, with an idea. And I think for me, like sometimes commitments are hard thing these day and age, just particularly when you're not making a fortune out of something and you've got 
you know, a bunch of responsibilities. Like I've got three boys and I work 50 hours a week in my job and, you know, like, and then to, to do the podcast and, and run the community on the side, like I've got, I've got some awesome people helping me now, you know, because the, thankfully the show makes a, enough money that I'm able to pay some people to help me. And, uh, you know, I, I've got uh, great friends that, that help me work on this as well. So shout out to Brandon, Pat and Livia because honestly, without them, there's no way I would be able to do the podcast. Um, yeah. The other thing that keeps the podcast going are voice messages just like this and emails and, you know, people that just share the show with their mates. Like, I don't aggressively market the podcast. Most of the people find the podcast now through word of mouth. And without people yeah. sharing the show with their friends and family, it would never be where it is now. And it... it it rides a hundred percent. That's why I call it a community because really it is like, that's why we make the show. And that's, you know, it's never going to make millions of dollars. It's, it's always been a passion project for me. There's a lot of synergy. Yeah. I love spearfishing. I like people. I love podcasts. Um, so there's just a natural yeah. fit. So maybe there's another 200 of me, mate. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's you know it's I, I know it's a lot of work. I don't think people understand how hard it is to to do production. I mean, I've got sixty people outside of this truck. Five of them are just editors. They're mm. they're just that's all they're doing right now is editing. And so you know you've done really good, really well. I've said it earlier, but you've done to to get this far along and to have the quality that you have. You know, good for you. You know, Brandon, who now um, publishes the show notes and edits sort of every other episode. He started off, he lives in Cape Town. He started off, he was just an Uber that applied for an internship. Um, started off as an unpaid intern, just helping out around the traps, working on various projects. And then I brought him on, you know, and I was able to start paying him a, a, a little bit just to help out. And, you know, he's a huge part of the backbone yeah. of the Noob Spirit podcast now. So, and Pat was the same, you know. And uh, don't bring them on sometime. Yeah, I'll have to. You know? I'll yeah. have the team yeah. on one day. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Maybe yeah. for episode 300, I'll have them all on. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. James Sacker. Shrek, James Sacker. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Really enjoyed the experience. Keep up the great work, mate. Uh, very entertaining. Lots of information. Lots of good uh, stories from everyone out there in the spearing community. Oh, hang on a second. I've got IT on the phone. Hang on. Just hold on a second. James, you need to turn it off and then turn it back on. Yeah, no worries, mate. Is this going to affect this recording? You need to turn it off and then turn it back on. Yeah, mate. Yeah, no, no I got that. Is the power light flashing? Yeah, mate, she's flashing. You need to turn it back off. <laughs> Man, if I turn it off, how am I going to do this recording? You need to turn it back on <laughs> and then turn it back off. <laughs> All right, mate. Thanks for that. <laughs> anyway, Shrek, sorry about that, mate. Constant IT problems, <laughs> as you know, from our last podcast. All right, mate. Keep up the good work and uh, shout out to everybody out there. Keep safe. Keeps. Sorry. Hang on, mate. Seriously. I'm not going to turn it off. Okay. See you, mate. <laughs> He's a dang. That's eh? classic. Yeah. Oh my God. That is funny. So a funny little story there. When James jumped on Zoom with me for our first interview, his name on the screen was Sacker Jay. 
Like, because his last name's Sacker, and then he just had his first initial. So I started going, oh, hello, Sacker G. And then he pretended <laughs> to be, you know, tech support. And um, he's a guy, when I started, he was in all the magazines and stuff, and um, I met him through the podcast, and now I went down and stayed with him and his wife for three days with my mate, and I, I went, I got out in the ocean with him. It was not really, really good conditions, but, you know, that's spearing. But now he's he's my mate, you know, and this podcast yeah. has given me so many opportunities like that. I'm grateful for it. Well, that was damn funny. That was funny stuff. Oh. <laughs> he just that was a good one. <laughs> he's, he's good fun, man. Uh, all right, let's yeah. get into Jerry Guerra from Neptonics, massive um, show sponsor. So awesome. Yep. Let's get into Jerry. Hey Shrek, Jerry Neptonics. Congratulations on the one million downloads over a hundred countries. That's a huge deal. Um, as far as what I've been working on with Neptonics, we've been working on some new wetsuits, um, some different materials, some different combinations with that. And we're working on some uh, better, thinner dynamics for float lines, for um, better stretch ratios mm. to your bungees for fighting big fish and being able to dive those really deep, um, excess of 30 meters, 40 meters kind of thing, um, 120, 130 feet, really just focusing on some really good, strong gear that's really thin and easy to work with. Stuff that we might have not talked about on the last podcast that I think everyone kind of neglects from time to time is um, just being aware that a spear gun is a gun and it is loaded. Um, just treat that thing with respect, man. There's been a handful of guys that I know personally that's gotten hurt and shot with spear guns. A couple of guys just being fools and shooting them out of water and comes back and hurts them, hits their buddies or hits themselves. Um, something really easy to avoid and people have been messing that up a little bit. And then... Um, I think I've went over this a couple of times in your podcast, man. Just at the end of the day, spearfishing is about fun and hanging out with your buddies and spending time with your family, whether it's your kids or your dad or your, your wife or your girlfriend or whatever that case may be. Um, just keep in mind, this is about fun. It's not about anything else. And um, just relax and enjoy the sport. Um, big fish will come with that. So all in all, man, it's been a really good time with you guys on uh, Noob Spiro. Wishing you all the best and uh, looking forward to doing another podcast with you soon. Hope all is well, man. Yeah, I um I want to get Jerry on. They they're always working on like new stuff, yeah. and I wanted to get some of the gear in my hands and chat about with them. So that's something we're gonna work towards in the future. But um next yeah. next yeah. next guest, Josh Humbert. Hey Shrek, nice to hear from you. Just want to give a little advice to those uh, looking to buy a new wetsuit. I, I recommend if you buy a two piece suit to buy a suit that is not a Farmer John. Because uh, sometimes you know you have to take your suit off uh, quickly, um, so that's that's really important. I just wanted to share that. Uh, hope you're well. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> good. Ref- I, I'm guessing that's a, a poo reference. That's a good reference <laughs> to a poo story. Yeah. Josh Humbert. There. <laughs> yeah. He's a fantastic photographer. Um, sort of living between Tahiti and um, Portland, Oregon. Uh, really cool guy and uh, sort of. Yeah, he goes under the radar too. Not real big on self-promo, but, man, he takes some wicked, wicked underwater shots. Nice. Uh, Lindsay Lyon from uh, Shark Shield sent me a voice message. Hey, Isaac. Thanks for the opportunity to give you a quick update. Look, uh, the biggest thing that's uh, happened for us is we've installed the world's first uh, shark barrier down in the Bahamas yeah. uh, at a place called Great Stirrup Key. Uh, it's 365 metres long and it creates uh, an electrical fence, if you like, under the water uh, to protect the bay from uh, sharks visiting the tourists that are swimming on the beach. Mm. Uh, so it took uh, about three to four days to install. 
It's fully operational. We can remotely monitor and manage the system. Um, there's uh, inbuilt redundancy with it. So if one of the pods uh, fails, it doesn't actually matter. The electrical field still connects between the adjoining pods. So uh, mm. it's a huge success. Um, you can see more about that installation uh, on our social media channels over time, but we'll be updating our website at uh, ocean-guardian.com as well. So, yeah, that's the big news. I uh, hope all's going well with the podcast and uh, look forward to catching up. Cheers, mate. Bye. Those, um, those shark shields are starting to seem like more and more of a good investment these days, Dan. Yeah, I'll tell you, we, we've got um, between Oceanside and San Diego, which is, I don't know, 30 miles, they've got counted 132 great white sharks in, the, in our neighborhood now. And most of them are, are juveniles, and they're still learning you know, to catch little stingrays or halibut or something like that. But at some point, they're, they're going to grow up, and uh, it's going to get interesting around here. Did you listen to that interview I did with him about the technology? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very interesting stuff. Yeah, you know? I, I'd encourage yeah. everyone to check that out. If you just type in Lindsay Lyon, um, yeah. Shark Shield Noob Sparrow interview, um, I got a bunch of great questions from the community and put them to Lindsay, and he made yeah, – well, we didn't shy away from any of the tough questions, so have a listen to that. Lisa Ferrier sent me a voice message. Hi, it's Lisa Ferrier. I just wanted to leave you a message and let you know that what have I been up to? I am – um, out chasing bluefin. The bluefin are coming in droves and the biomass is huge. There's a lot of foamers out and mm-hmm. the record is now at 197. So I'm shooting for over 200 pounds. So I've been working out, doing a lot of weights, doing a lot of free diving and um, lessons. Um, things I've learned. Um I think I've gotten better. I think doing more work with free diving has helped me immensely. Did some more work on that, being able to lower my heart rate and stay calm, as well as doing strength training for loading. And I think, you know, I sit on the board for IUSA. So we actually just came out with a brand new role for loading of guns that um, for submission. So, it will just keep everyone on the up and up um, and initiated with a lot of people reaching out to me out here on the West Coast. Um, and then I brought it to the board and we all voted on different verbiages, uh, verbiages on uh, how to word that. And other than that, what else can I tell you? Where can people catch up with me? I have my Instagram, which is... Lisa Christine twelve sixty two, L I S A K R I S T I N twelve sixty two. That's where I post most of my things, and as well, there's a Facebook under my name as well. So, anyway, I hope this finds you well. Congratulations on the two hundredth episode. Um, the only other crazy thing that's happened is I had a mako. Um, I don't know if they put this in the podcast. Come from the bottom of the ocean up out of. Uh, up at 60 miles an hour and comes springing up. It was after a tuna, a 90-pound tuna. And the last thing was I saw the bait move at San Clemente Island recently and was waiting for yellowtail. And lo and behold, baby whales and their mothers came by. So it was amazing. Anyway, take care. You are the best. 
I hope everyone's safe and doing um, great things out there and um, promoting safe practices and just having fun. Anyway, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. I really enjoyed that episode with Lisa. Um, go and check that out, Lisa Ferry Rafkin. She's got a couple yep. of records, but she's just got a cool approach and a, a cool attitude about the way she goes about her spearfishing. So she's it, awesome. Yeah, and and she mentioned my favorite place in the world to dive, which is San Clemente Island, which yeah. is 60 miles off the coast of San Diego. And also, I've uh, when I was running the dive boats, I've also had a whale swim right underneath the boat on one side and up the other side. Same so it's very not uncommon out of San Clemente Island, and yeah. same thing uh, with the yellowtail and, and everything else that's out there. It's a very it's, it's a it's a great place. If you ever come over here, we're going there. I'm coming over at some stage, Dan. It's going <laughs> to okay. happen. Okay. All right, let's get into Michael from Matacana. We're uh, we're we're cutting the the time close, and I've still got about ten voice messages to get through. Let's do we it. We got to rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> I'll shut up. Just go for it. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, good. I Shrek. Michael here, Matacana Smokehouse. Mate, been loving the podcasts. Every uh, every Tuesday I sit down and uh, and listen to an ep here at the Smokehouse. Uh, mate, speaking of the Smokehouse, we've been doing some uh, some great dry age work with our yellowtail kingfish. In particular, we're doing a great uh, cold smoked uh, yellowtail kingfish, which has been dry aged. Something that uh, you know, some of the listeners might be list- interested in, in hearing a little bit more about, um, mate. On the uh, on the spearing side of things, it's been a pretty good, um, pretty good summer for us. Um, I was lucky enough to get up to the Three Kings with uh, a bunch of legends here in New Zealand. A couple of guys who you've uh, you know you know pretty well have been on the podcast, Pat Swanson and and Blair Herbert. Uh, we all managed to shoot. Uh, close to or, or over 30 kilo yellowtail kingfish, along with Big Trevally. That uh, was a good trip. Uh, back here on the coast, uh, I managed to to knock over a, a 19 pound snapper, um, which was uh, which is my PB and a, and, a, and a big fish. Um, few other uh, few other notables um, got onto some big boarfish um, during the summer on the weed lines out around Little Barrier and. The, and the back of Cowell. So, mate, weather's been pretty rubbish of late, so um, not a lot of spearing over the winter. But, um, mate, looking forward to a, a busy summer coming up. Um, righto, mate. As always, you're doing a great job, and uh, we'll, we'll speak soon. Michael from the Smokehouse, out. <laughs> I like what he did there at the end. This was uh, one of my sign-offs. I think he was gently taking the piss out of me there. So Michael from yeah. Matacana Smokehouse, a uh, really cool guy. Let's have a listen to Mike Duff. Hey, Shrek. My name is Mike. I started listening yeah. to your podcast about three or four years ago now, uh, right about the time I got into spearfishing with a buddy of mine in Northern California. Your podcast was and still is a huge learning resource for me. I've learned a ton from it uh, and the extra material you've put out there. So I became a patron when I realized, albeit a little late into listening to your show, that I really should be supporting you in the podcast because it's been so helpful to me. And I got into spearfishing because a lot like many others, I'm sure, it checks a few boxes for me. It gets me outdoors. It makes me slow down and focus on task, which clears my mind of anything else. Which It's kind of like uh, meditation without the cheesy app with the lady telling me to think of a leaf floating <laughs> down a river or something. Uh, and I get to eat some you know, great fresh fish that gives me a sense of accomplishment because I got got to catch them. 
Uh, anyways, I love the show. Thank you for all the effort you've put into it over the years. And keep up the awesome work. Thanks. Uh, nice voice message there from Mike. Uh, thanks, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Um, with the patrons, like one thing I try and do with the Patreon is not push it too hard. Um, it's just there if people want to support the podcast. There's never any obligation. Whether you're a current podcast uh, patron or you know you, you're considering it, never ever feel obligated. Um, I'm grateful for it. Don't get me wrong, but I don't want to be pushy about it. It's if you want to do it, do it. Otherwise, you know, uh, um, I know when I started spearfishing, I wouldn't have been in a position to to, to pay for it. That's why I've always tried to keep News Bureau podcast free. But, you know, that's also been able to, you know, this, the the partners, the sponsors have also been able to carry a lot of the load as well. Yeah, I do, uh, let's see, two, two spearfishing, this one and, and Brett Whitman's, and then I do uh, a fishing podcast, uh, patron, and also uh, a one for pets, for animals. Yeah, so, right. yeah, you know, why not? You know, it's, I know what it takes to do production, and I know that none of, none of the people I support are going to retire off the money that I donate. So uh, but I know it helps to, if nothing else, buy a microphone or get a new cable or whatever if you need it. So, you know. Yeah, I was looking at some new yeah. mics this morning. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you like to penetrate? Great news. Penetrator Fins, today's Noob Spirit podcast sponsor, are tough as nails, robust, dependable performers with beyond industry standard warranty. Communicate direct with Larry and his team 24-7 for all your fin inquiries at penetratorfins.com or at penetratorfins on Instagram. Baby spun finish. These things are smooth as silk. They glide through the water. They give you that awesome balance between power and efficiency. This is Penetrator Fins. Use the code Anoopspiro to save $25 on any pair of penetrator fins at penetratorfins.com that's right use the code noobspiro to save $25 on any pair of penetrator fins at penetratorfins.com Killfish with precision and power sending shafts from a stable platform with Killshot's spear guns made in the Florida Keys by Ed Martin you're buying American made dependable spear guns get $30 off any Killshot spear gun at killshotspearguns.com yes and amen Nuba. that's $30 off American-made performance spear guns at killshotspearguns.com. It says if they're in the shop or on the phone, they can cash in by saying, Crikey, mate, or the Noob Spiro podcast sent me. Check them out at killshotspearguns.com, based in the Florida Keys. Here's Nat Davey, uh, world record holder for Yellowtail Kingfish. Hey, mate. Nat Davey here from NZ. Yeah, well, it's been a um, pretty rollercoaster, shit, three, four, five years since... uh, since we caught up and I did my podcast, we, um, yeah, there's been so much that really can't tell it all in three minutes. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I suppose the big thing at the moment is um, getting big time into our power diving or ab diving, as you guys call it over there, here in New Zealand. Um, business is going well and just, yeah, in the water as much as we possibly can. Yeah, we're doing our TV show here. Just finished filming up the third season now. Um, South Sea Sparrows. Um, I only see it here in New Zealand at the moment, but it will be um, will be uh, getting over the ditch soon. And uh, yeah, you guys will uh, will froth on it. Positive of that. Mm. So Kiwis are so Aussies uh, froth on things a lot less than what Kiwis do. Yeah, lessons and 
crazy experience of spearfishing since we chatted. Well, you came over and that was an experience and a half, so <laughs> I really can't say much more about that. It was, um, yeah, yeah, as I said, can't say much more about it than that. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun, cool, cool people, cool trip, and um, yeah, other guys that listen to the podcast know all about it. Yeah, can't really say there was anything else I wanted to add to my podcast, um, but it was a long time ago, so we, um, at the time, I didn't regret anything, and and as it would be with a lot of your other podcast guys there over the time, especially since you've been doing it, it's, um, we, yeah, more than likely could hear from them again, it'll be a whole new story, a whole, whole new chapter, so, and um, yeah, we're still on Facebook, still around, <laughs> keeping a little bit more to ourselves now than what we used to, but we're um, we're still out there every day we can, still loving life, still loving the water and still uh, love meeting uh, new people and taking them out, showing them what we do. So, um, yeah, hope you guys are all well over there in Oz. Look forward to catching up to you again soon. And, um, yeah, if it's uh, not over there, hopefully you guys come back and, have another crack with us. Till next time. So Nat Davey, uh, also his wife uh, Rochelle has been on the podcast as well. They got married actually just before I went over for for, for our trip. And uh, Rochelle's got the women's world record. Nat's got the men's. Uh, and they're just salt of the earth, great people and uh, good fun to be around. We had an absolute nice. blast over there with my mate James. And um, those, ep- those episodes were cool to make as well. Yeah, nice message. Good one. Mm-hmm. Um. What else was I going to say? There was something I was going to say there. I can't, it's gone. Nick Ryan, let's have a listen to that. <laughs> Shrek, mate, Nick here. I've just finished night shift, so we'll see how this goes. But I um, just want to say thanks for creating such an awesome podcast. Um, I only started Must Be a Fishing Journey about a year ago, and you've been absolutely integral in the progress I've made. So I can't thank you enough, man. Um, from your local legend sort of stories, like, your Trevor Ketchins to your absolutely froth-inducing ones like your John <laughs> Pengelly. Um, yeah, mate, thanks again and happy 200th, though. Legend. Thanks, one. Nick. Short and sweet. Yeah, yeah. Nick, Nicky Watt, uh, I'm going to – her and Bryson are absolute characters. Bryson and her, I think, are going to both come on the show next year, so hopefully we can yeah, make nice. that happen. Bryson recently won the Australian titles with Tim McDonald, also a former guest on the show. These guys are uh, weapons in the water. Hi, Shrek. It's Nikki Watt here. I can't believe it's been almost exactly four years ago that I spoke to you guys on the podcast. Since then, Bryson and I had a baby girl and we named her Blair. And turns out I was probably pregnant with her at the time we spoke. Like everyone, we navigated COVID. However, we had a new baby, all the whilst trying to fit in a bit of diving. I managed to land a few notable fish and Australian records, including a dolphin fish, Western Australia dewfish, black grass, golden trevally, as well as two billfish, a sailfish, and a blue marlin, which I'm super stoked about. It means I'm only one striped marlin away from being the first woman in the world to land a grand slam under record conditions by spear. Over the last six months, we did have one crazy experience that got us thinking. We were camping extremely remote and we didn't have any reception where we were. I did go on a little shore dive whilst Bryson and Blair played on the shore. When I returned, I found a really pretty trophy shell in the shallows that looked clean and uninhabited. 
I gave it to Blair and turned around for a split second. Then she yelled out octopus. And would you believe a tiny, extremely tiny blue, blue ring octopus called out onto her hand, which we're able to get rid of quick enough that it didn't bite her. Usually in situations where we were remote, we would have an EPIRB. However, we didn't have the boat with us. So it really started a conversation amongst our peers about safety equipment and different devices that could be useful in the future. So we will be looking at a PLB. Something positive for the future of spearfishing, especially in Australia, I think is the new Australian titles pairs format, which was recently run in Agnes Waters, Queensland. This competition saw Bryson Shee and Tim McDonald take out the titles with a really good turnout. So hopefully we in the future will be more competitive at international levels, such as in Pacifics and the World Championships. Other than that, that's about all that's going on with me at the moment. Hopefully, we get to chat one day soon, but hope you're well and keep in touch. Bye. She was um, bloody funny on the podcast as well. If people want to um, type that in, Nikki Watt, Noobs Bureau Podcast, have a listen to that episode. She was hilarious, and her partner, Bryson, um, is a, like I said, he's an absolute weapon in the water. And him and Tim are definitely two of the, the, the you know, top top sparrows in the country so and nikki in her own right as well is like that so pretty cool she's been able to get onto some awesome fish while becoming a new mum yeah and how fortunate it is to have a couple that have it that share that same passion and same same lifestyle and hobby and everything else you know not hobby whatever true. sport true yeah. that yeah true that. you know all right, Ole from Arctic Spearfishing has moved on a wee bit. Life's changed. Uh, let's have a listen to his message. Hey, noob spearfishing community. This is uh, Ole. I was on the podcast a few years a uh, few years back together with my wife, Gil, from uh, Arctic Spearfishing. Since the podcast, we've relocated to Israel, and I'm currently uh, learning the ropes uh, spearfishing in the Mediterranean. As many of you know, the Med is a very difficult place, with not so not so abundant with fish, but there are fish. There's groupers, Spanish Max, AJs, lots of really nice fish to spare fish, and uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a, <laughs> a long and trial trialing times to figuring out the species, adapting to new techniques and new gear and everything, uh, but it's coming along. Uh, back in the Arctic, Axel Schiller is uh, doing really cool stuff with uh, Arctic spearfishing. He's offering really cool trips, day trips, full camps and everything. So if people are, people are keen on trying the Arctic scene, uh, if we didn't scare people away with our podcast about the cold and and uh, long times of looking for flatfish on gravelly rock. Uh, he's your guy. Uh, and he's also really developed the scene there in finding areas, tidal currents where you find big pelagic uh, coalfish, pollocks, big cod. And of course, he knows the halibut, the halibut scene there like no one else. Uh, and He's got an amazing boat and really, really, really professional setup there now. Mm. Uh, 
So yeah, for for us in Israel, it's uh, been like I said, really cool. Mediterranean spearfishing has helped a lot. Listening to the local people, listening to general techniques from podcasts, and uh, yeah, I hope everybody is doing good and getting lots of time in the water. I know it's uh, difficult for once you get older, it's harder to find time, especially with. Uh, Little ones at home, so uh, this is something we learned that uh, keeping a ha- happy hubby is about keeping him uh, <laughs> spearfishing, like Gil knows, and Gil get her time in the water as well. So, uh, yeah, all the best to everybody. Take care and uh, happy, happy spearfishing. So, Ola there, uh, originally from Arctic Spearfishing with his wife Gil, joined me, and uh, Axel was there, um, the other operator running that as well so check them out but he's a cool cool guy it's great to touch base um i really enjoyed your following up on your idea there dan you know like uh catching up with everyone it's cool yeah yeah this is really good i mean i'm learning learning you know, re-learning, reacquainting myself with a lot of these different people that were on the podcast i love it mm-hmm. he was talking about halibut hunting there over gravelly bottom too something you yep. can relate to eh? yeah yeah, you know, and it's, uh, I mean, that's my, it's one of my favorite fish to shoot because they get, they, you know what, they really get pissed off when you shoot them, you know, but, uh, uh, but they, they're, they're so worth it, you know, I mean, they, they get very angry. And, and in fact, uh, Roman Castro, one of your podcast uh, guests a long time ago, uh, he's now more into fishing and he's got a, a sticker. It's called Angry Butts. And it's a, a halibut. And uh, he's got a very mean look on his face, you know, so that's just one of those things kind of a fun the best part of it is that it's one of my favorite fish to eat so that's why i like to get them yeah all those flat fish are great eating all of them yeah flounder all of them stargazers uh yeah Uh, uh, yeah i took a guy out on my boat uh, a couple of weeks ago and uh he he thought he said oh oh," he got really excited because he got a he thought he caught a baby halibut you know and I, i said i didn't want to tell him he says this is my personal best halibut it was about this big about the but the, not much bigger than my iPhone 12. And I had, didn't have the heart to tell him it was a sand dab. <laughs> we right. threw it back. <laughs> All right, Sam Clothier, here we go. All right, g'day, Shrek. Um, oh, good to see your face, mate. Yeah, so what have I been up to? Bloody heaps, absolutely heaps. Gallivanting around the globe, um, spending a hell of a lot of time in Fiji, chasing some incredible fish and getting stuck into some awesome products about raising awareness and sustainability of spearfishing in Fiji, trying to discourage people from night spearfishing here and basically implicate better legal sizes and stuff. I'm working on making a spearfishing guide that will be available for locals and international spearos. And yeah, just having a bloody good time. I decided to go full time with the old YouTube and have a crack at that. So we're eight months in and things are going pretty smooth, which is sick. Um, yeah, just smashing out YouTube videos, just going across spearfishing, spearfishing montages, the old mashup style, and uh, yeah, just like daily spearfishing vlogs and a bit of island survival. Hiking spear will return when it when it can. Um, I tried doing a couple in Fiji, and the weather's just come through, um, like in the wet season. And just absolutely rooted me. So it didn't quite go to plan, but all fun and games for trying. Have I had any crazy spearfishing experiences? Yeah, 
heaps. I actually almost sambered last week, which was absolutely, or it was a samba, um, absolutely hectic. Luckily, a diver, Zaki, was there watching over me on the deeper dive to free up his spear and spear gun. But when I came up to the surface, I, uh, I actually thought I was absolutely sweet. So I can remember losing power in my legs and coming up near the surface and zaki has got the whole thing on video and uh yeah i just let out my air a bit early and i get to the surface oh. and he asked me if i'm all right and i drunkenly respond yeah bro, i'm fine and then put my head in the water snorkel in my mouth and my head goes straight underwater so zaki props me up so that was a bit gnarly had some crazy shark encounters i did a 11 and a half hour dive from swimming from one island to another with not much <laughs> in between and yeah, basically just in really, really rough conditions. Bit stupid looking back on it, but you live and learn. And it, uh, yeah, definitely taught me something. I'm an idiot. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> um, something that I didn't get a chance to say whilst I was on the podcast. Uh, probably just stuff about like the hiking spear, getting people, encouraging people into the outdoors, as well as the spearfishing and the cooking acts and the cooking aspect of things. But, um, yeah, just getting into the outdoors and freeing that mind up. Where can people stay up to date? Oh, dude, the Wet Mammal Channel. Check it out. It's growing. It's, yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. Cheers, Shrek. You're a legend. Take care. Bye. The Wet Mammal gallivanting around the globe. <laughs> ah, he's a good ear, old Sam. Um, yeah, go subscribe yeah. to that guy. He's, he's cool. And he's, um, he's doing some, some um, pretty cool diving over there in Fiji. Um, you can hear that. Yeah, that's the way to that's the way to promote yourself. Do it. You know, if you're going to do it, just go for it. Good for him. You can hear the chooks in the background too. Like, yeah. I, I haven't been to Fiji. I've been to Tonga when I was younger. I was 18, and uh, I was doing my scuba diving instructors, and we got to sort of work out of a dive operation for a month. And I remember the chickens jeepers, and they start <laughs> they start early, far out. But anyway, um, Simon Tripp, uh, we got four vo- four four voice messages to go. Wow. Hey, Shrek. Trippy here, mate. Congratulations. 200 episodes. Who would have thought? 200 episodes where you've been helping noobers out. I hope you've got many more episodes ahead, mate, talking to great like-minded people who tolerate your poor Yankee and Kiwi impersonations. (laughs) Buddy, um, (laughs) since we last spoke on the Death Pile podcast, I've become the chairman of the New South Wales Spearfishing Association. Check us out on www.usfa.org.au. As you know, the USFA, we sort of fight, advocate is probably the word, for spearfishing access, rights, uh, marine parks, safety and training, education to the public as well, and seeing lots of government bureaucrats in the correct departments. <laughs> Currently, Flathead was a big one with slot sizes, and we've had some great meetings with the agricultural minister as well. Uh, what else am I doing? Uh, working with the committee on setting up the, this year's Kingfish Cup, the Adreno Kingfish Cup that's on November the 12th and 13th. So that's just been successful the last few years and it's quite busy dealing with that. It's been good fun. Um, crazy experiences. Well, Rick, my old man, as you know, uh, well, he's not crazy kind of, but he got married and I went up to Darwin for the wedding and we dived all of these wrecks he's been talking about for years. It was sensational. Three to four metre viso in croc infested Darwin Harbour. Shot a couple of fish, jacks and tusk fish. It was great fun actually. It was good. 
Where will you find me? Mate, you'll find me at Adreno at the Sydney Superstore. I work there normally one day a week now. And um, you can come in and check me out and say hi. Always love to talk spearfishing. Or have a look at www.spearfishingacademy.com.au. That's the spearfishing workshops that I run for people new uh, and old and beginners and advanced. So come and check us out there too. Shrek. Well done again, mate. Congratulations. You're a legend. I really look forward to catching up with you again soon sometime. Take care, buddy. Ciao. Good one. Simon's been uh, one of the most influential people in the Australian sort of spearfishing scene for a long time. Yeah. Um, and now he's taking up the presidential reins. Uh, but he does it He does it in such a graceful way. Uh, really, A really great guy to know. When I did that East Coast tour... He invited me along to a sort of a bit of a get-together with um, – there was, would have been more than 60 Spiros there. There were guys in their 80s and I think maybe even there was a guy in his 90s there. And, wow. uh, yeah, like it was it was pretty cool. There was a lot of people there. I was like, oh, jeepers, I've got to interview you. I've got to interview you. You know, we, we better <laughs> have a chat. Um, but it was just good to have a few beers and, um, in, a, in a nice place in Belmain there and, and, um, and then get to meet a bunch of Spiros. Yeah, it's a it's a great you know it's a it, it's a wonderful community. It's a great tribe, you know, and it's nice that you're making me feel good by telling there's people in their 80s and 90s. Let's do this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, Dan. That's you, man. Yeah, I'm right, only as old as only as old as you think, you know. Yeah. I still think I'm 25, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I like it, Dan. It's a great attitude to have. I hope I'm the same. Um, Sven Franklin, here we go. Kia Shrek, Sven Franklin here. First off, massive congrats, bro. You're killing it. Well done on reaching episode 200. As always, love everything you bring to the table. Can't wait to get my hands on 99 Sparrow recipes. It looks sick. Uh, Since episode 76, I've actually learned how to hunt King George Whiting. Um, At the time of that interview, I was shocking at them. Um, Copped a lot of flack from my mates for that one. Um, But these days, they're a lot easier to hunt higher success rate. Um, still at Club Spearfish for any of the listeners in Melbourne that uh, want to come and check it out. And uh, yeah, currently working on just putting together some YouTube videos showcasing Melbourne diving, showing it can be just as good, if not better, than the stuff that they've got going on in Western Australia or up north in Queensland. And just trying to encourage people to, uh, I don't know, keep exploring and explore some of that deeper stuff too that that a lot of people don't really do down here in Melbourne but yeah anyways keep doing what you're doing bro and uh congrats and cheers talk to you later awesome there you go yeah always good to stay in touch with Sven he actually made uh uh my wedding rings for my wife and I and uh and the engagement ring too very talented guy um and and a really actually a cool Spiro just a, a good guy and I think Noob Sparrow's been with him since he started, and now he's uh, doing all sorts of crazy stuff. So um, cool to have people along, you know, and see the progression. And 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 it's good to like like you said this this idea of this whole episode, Dan. I've enjoyed it as uh, a hell of a lot. You know, and it's also it's on a on a side note that it's the, your your wedding and all that. It was it's nice of you to share that stuff. You know, you put the pictures on the YouTube or Facebook rather or whatever it was, and. Uh, it's just kind of cool, you know, to see more than, you know, it's, it's like the inside baseball, a little behind the scenes type stuff that, yeah. you know, you're, you're a real human being, you know, yeah. and, and you have real stuff outside this, you know, that's, that's, 
what I mean. So yeah, Some, good for you. I, I am just a, a, a regular, uh, you know, person, and 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 I I feel like the podcast's been good because I'm not terribly good at spearfishing myself. I um <laughs> and I've never been able to get as much time in the water as I'd like. And it's kept the hunger and the stoke and the froth going all this time. And I'm still yep. very much a noob spear myself and I want to stay that yeah. way. I think sometimes it's a bit of a mindset too. Uh, you never want to get so good that you just stop learning. Um, so there's no Yeah, I've, I've never – I'm just sorry. I, 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 as I've said before, I'm kind of like a blue-collar spear fisherman. You know, I've, I've, I'm not out to set any records. I'm not out to – you know, I don't need a 200-pound anything. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 50 years too past that, you know, I just want to go out and, you know, enjoy myself, have some fun, shoot a fish, make some dinner, be done. You know, that's it. Sometimes I'm a bit wary too about sharing personal stuff. Like it's nice to have a little bit of separation sometimes, yeah. but um, sometimes it feels like uh, people that listen to the podcast know me better than a lot of people do. So yeah. Yeah. hey, um Tony Alcock from Taz Yarns. This is a fantastic Australian uh, podcast. He's had some awesome people on too. Let's have a listen there. Hey Shrek, my dude. You're killing it on the Milk Zero podcast. And I'm sorry for this terrible New Zealand accent. Or American. I don't know. Anyways, Taz here, how are you? Mate, your podcast's been ripping lately. I've been listening to every episode. What I've been up to now, I've bought a big boat and I need to get that done, so that's why my Tajan's podcast hasn't been really out lately, because I just bought a big boat, and guess what, with a big boat, you need a big truck, so I'm sort of working on my boat, working on my truck, you can follow all that on Backbury Sessions on YouTube if you want, but a story that didn't get told on your show was the Billy Slater, if you don't know him, he's, the, he's probably at the time was the world's best rugby league football player, he got voted that year, I took him at the reef because I grew up with him. Took him out for a reef, him and his wife Nikki out, out for a spear out the reef. I've got a brand new, I won't say the brand, air gun from, from a dive shop. I won't say dive shop. And he dove down in front of me because I pointed at the rock. I said, that's where the, that's where the craze will be. So he, he went down and I sort of followed him down. And as I was following him, my hand wasn't even on the trigger and bang, it, the, it fired and missed him by about a metre. Like, and that's a fair bit. That's that's not that. That's pretty close. So I was thinking, if I shot him, I've just shot the world's best football player. <laughs> but you wouldn't be able to get a beer in Queensland ever. <laughs> but I'll be able to get a beer in every pub in New South Wales for the rest of my life. So <laughs> oh, I'll just have to move to New South Wales, I guess. But mate, that's all I've been up to lately. And um, mate, love your show, and you're doing really well. And I've bought the 99 Noob Spiros recipe book. I'm actually in it. But I bought it anyway because I just love supporting you. And catch and release bloody knives. I've got them too. And also got the shirt. Mate, I'm like a super fan. But thanks for um, getting me on the show. And um, that's what I've been up to. And this is Shrek. Tony, over and out. <laughs> Good stuff. Taz, oh he's my! A, he's a you know what's really funny is that you know, he mentioned the, the ninety-nine Spiro recipes, mm. and was was there one hundred and forty-six of them in the book? Uh, it's one hundred and fifty-eight. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it went crazy. Um, yeah, and then there's another eight or seven or eight cornerstone content guides. So like, there's more than one hundred and fifty-eight, even really. And 
Uh, you know, you know, Dan, you were part of helping with the project and proofreading and all that, and uh, <laughs> you know how big it is. It's friggin'. I think- well, maybe, yeah, maybe your next book will be the uh, 158 that didn't make the 99. You know, <laughs> I've got another couple of books in the works, to be honest. Um, the next ones, I don't think I'll crowdfund, but um, still got a bit of work to be done. But jeepers, you can bite off more than you can chew, as well, as I've learned. It's nice yeah. to just finish off a project and then have a bit of quiet time and enjoy your family. So, I, I don't think you realize what a big project with publishing a book is until you got into it up to your elbows. It really is. Well, that's the third one I've done now. So, there's wow, because there's yeah. Spiro Log, there's 99 Tips right. to Get Better at Spearfishing, there's 99 Spiro Recipes. I've got another one cooking up. It's Noob Spiro's Guide to Shore Dive Spearfishing. And I'm thinking about doing mm-hmm. another 99 Tips to Get Better at Spearfishing just based on all the other interviews I've done as well. And that'll probably be, you know, five or 600 tips as well. But anyway. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Trace Tra- yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last voice message, Travis Corkin. Hey, Shrebs. Travis Corkin here from Port Macquarie. Since our chat back in 2016, I now live down in Newcastle, down here running a small business in the construction industry. Um, got a, a little four-year-old now, um, so with him and work, my life is very consumed with that these days. And So I haven't really been back in the water for probably 18 months ago with my last dive and was able to get back in and chase some dewies again. But I guess since I, I did sort of stop diving um, – Chasing jewfish was the biggest, you know, enjoyment for me as a spear fisherman, chasing them back home up around Southwest Rocks and Hat Head. There's always good fun, um, good times in the water. But, yeah, um, I guess the biggest thing for me is, as a Spiro, um, the biggest thing I, I miss was the travelling we did with Andre overseas and well, we had plenty of good times over there and the people we met and the cultures we experienced was um, something I'll never forget and, something that stays very close to me. Um, a big part of that when I was, we were travelling and a big thing that I've taken out of spearfishing is um, trying to leave your ego at home and just enjoy the water, enjoy the day out with your mates, just diving because as you know in our previous podcast, I was a part of a, um, a blackout that happened over there in Fiji and um, I'm a big believer in diving together as a team and making sure that we all come home together but I guess that's the biggest message I want to sort of get out there as a Spiro and it's great to see everyone um, still out there and enjoying it. But um, at the end of the day, we've got to do it in a manner where we, we all come home to our families. But thanks heaps for all the podcasts that you do. They're great. Um, they're an easy guy to listen to and I hope um, hope everything's going well for you and and um, the whole spearfishing community. So good on you, fellas. Catch you, Shrek. Oh, Trav, I um, visited him on my trip down south as well. We stopped in and had lunch together. Um, I interrupted him on a job site and we got to catch up, so that was pretty cool. But um, I also helped them with um, narrating a, a, a movie they made called um, A Journey Beneath, which is up on Vimeo On Demand. And uh, I ended up doing half the narration for it. And I was actually travelling around the world at the time. I was in, I think I was in China or something, recording like into a little wow. Zoom hand recorder um, and then to watch the film come together was pretty magic um, and it's really good eh? like they've, there's some Southern California stuff in there too and the soundtrack they've got on it Dan like I might have to show you actually when we jump off the call what some of it's like because it's 
it's mint. They do night diving for lobster there and the, the big yeah. kelp forests and the music they've got going. But they like that's not it. They do South America, they do Indonesia. There's, you know, like it's it's just really well put together, really well edited. Um, like most spearfishing films, it's never going to generate enough revenue to even half pay for the trip. No. Um, no. Uh, oh, that's what I was going to talk about earlier. Nat Davey and Rochelle Davey, some of the TV series they're interested, uh, that they've been a part of are uh, The Hunters Club and South Sea Spearers. They're two New Zealand-made um, productions. They're friggin' awesome. Some of the best stuff I've ever seen. Um, unfortunately, with licensing and all the stupid stuff between countries and networks and stuff they've had drama i think when it goes up everyone's going to start watching it because it's it's wicked proper awesome stuff like um what you what you want spearfishing productions to be and and hunting so yeah yeah no it's it's you know and and being that i'm involved in broadcast television i mean i i know yeah uh, the idiosyncrasies the nuances and then the 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 knuckleheads that make decisions like you can't run this there or stuff like that so I, I'm looking forward to that. I love doing it. It's a lot of work, and, and it's, for them, it's a passion. And they're not gonna they're not gonna retire on whatever they make on it. Hopefully, they get they re- get reimbursed for their expenses. Yeah, but it's yeah. a it's a labor of love, you know. It's a labor of love, and it's you know. I should probably launch a Netflix for Spiros. We'll just call it Spiro TV or something, and just um, an app where you can yeah. get all of it, and then actual and creators actually get paid what they're worth. The problem is with such a small community, uh, we really do have to stick together and and uh, and you know, like the rising tide. You know, like I, I think it's a it's a big part of it. Yeah, there's a there's a show. Uh, I think it's on Outdoor Channel or in Sportsman. It's uh, uh, you guys are commercial uh, spear fishermen, and they use scuba, and they this is what they do for a living. You know, and uh, it's it's so different. It's not it's not what we're thinking of as being spiros. Yeah, you know, that's, yeah. for them it's it's like commercial fishing, and and uh, I, it surprises me that it, it's made a TV show out of it. It really does. You know, I work on another show called uh, The Fishmonger on Outdoor Channel, and it's all about the commercial fishing industry and and things like that. But uh, this one, this one is uh, these spear guys with tanks, and it, I don't know. It's 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 not me. You know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Derek Dunning from DMD Fins sent me a message. He's um, immigrated to Scotland and uh, just had a new child, uh, still making his fins, but settling into Scotland. Uh, shout out to the Scotland Spearfishing Club on WhatsApp. They've got a group there, a lively community. Grant Laidlaw reached out as well. He was going to submit a voice message. And so were a bunch of other people. They haven't quite arrived to me just yet. So if they do, I'm going to leave space for them uh, when you and I wrap up so those voice messages will go on the tail end of the show. But, Dan, uh, mate, thanks for being such a massive part of the community and it was a real pleasure to be able to do this episode with you And because um, you've, been, you've been a massive part of it and I, I really appreciate your support, mate. Well, here's what I'll do. I'll, I'll, I'll do this so you can just edit this in. I'll go nodding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all the all the reactions and then you can just drop those in where you need to and <laughs> that's a little inside baseball for everybody that's little video editing it's like yeah. it's instead of having two cameras we this is what we do we shoot an interview and then we shoot the interviewer doing oh really <laughs> oh yeah yeah that. that's how it's done some of the cheap- and, 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 and I'll, yeah so my in my parting shot you know because i know you you got to wrap this baby yeah um is uh Remember why you're doing, why you're spearfishing. 
it's, you know, like Jack Pranovich told me, it, it, you know, Danny says, you do this because you're having fun. Always remember, just, you're, just enjoy yourself and have fun. Yeah. And that's my message to everybody today. Yeah, awesome. Awesome, Dan. Well, um, we'll leave it there. Episode 200, massive community yep. special. I hope you guys uh, join me for the rest of this sucker. And um, again, thank you for everyone for your support, whether you're sharing the show with your mates, whether you're a patron listener, whether you've written me a review or bought a T-shirt or bought a book, whatever you do, um, thanks for listening and thanks for your support. Equalising problems can be something that derail you. Not today, my friend. Go to freedivingfamily.com. Check out the, either the Frenzel and Advanced Frenzel video or the Mouthful and Deep Frenzel Equalisation course at freedivingfamily.com. You can use the code SPIRO to get 20% off any course at freedivingfamily.com. These courses are put together by Adam Stern and a select team of, of, of legends and to help you overcome different issues and help you perform better. And some of them are extremely relevant for freedive spearing. Check it out at freedivingfamily.com. Use the code SPIRO to get 20% off any course. Shrek, my dude. You're killing it on the Noob Spiro podcast. Every guest you get on frosts on the spearing life and the actionable info is off the chain. Over here at Spearing Magazine HQ, it's the same, buddy. So many noobers are submitting their adventures, lessons learned, and pictures here at spearingmagazine.com. Just wanted to say that uh, noobers can get an international subscription here at spearingmagazine.com. They can also check out our In the Face Apparel or getting a subscription to the world's greatest spearing magazine. Check it out at spearingmagazine.com. Shrek, thanks. Love what you're doing. Jeremy out. What's going on, Shrek and Noob Spiro community? It's Bosch Jolin here. Been an absolute pleasure to be a part of this process of creating this 99 Spiro Recipe Community Cookbook and to be on the Noob Spiro podcast. If you want to follow along with my journeys of my recent purchase, uh, ex-military Zodiac, um, and turn it into a proper spearing rig, uh, jump onto my Instagram, bosh.jolin. That's, Jolin is just like pollen, but with a J instead. Uh, that and plenty of cooking content up on there and other adventures if you'd like to follow along. Cheers, guys. G'day crew, it's James from Southern Spearfishing here. Since coming on to the Noob Spiro podcast about three years ago, when I was talking about bluefin tuna fishing here in Melbourne, we've watched the tuna fishery go from strength to strength. It's super sustainable, the fish stock is growing, and with greater access to information, we're finding the fish even closer and more widespread around Victoria and especially Melbourne. At the same time, during this period, we've watched policy change go in the favour of recreational fishers by locking out commercial fishing in Port Phillip Bay and that's been a great move for all of us. Despite that, around the rest of the country we've seen policy changes tried to be put in place for lockouts in the East Coast and currently also in South Australia and Western Australia. So I'd implore that everyone listening to this get behind the guys out in Western Australia and South Australia to get behind a good cause and fight for the right to access. All too often we see that recreational fishers are the first piece of people to take a haircut on their bag limits and access. It's not great. There's a great effort up on the Hawkesbury lockout region, the biodiversity region up there, 
where everyone got together and I thought everyone does the same thing for the guys fighting for their rights over, over West. Anyway, crew, you can catch me here in Melbourne at any stage and uh, peace, see you on the water. Hello, Isaac. Dave Hockman with Spirit Charters in Rhode Island. We haven't spoken in a bit. It's been probably two or three years since we did the episode. Since that time, I've been just at the grind doing uh, charter seven days a week for our local fish like striped bass and reef fish as well as blue water fishing for tuna and mahi. Since we spoke last, probably the craziest thing I've seen was a uh, beginner blackout. Uh, first time that I've seen a beginner blackout in my career. The guy took a dive and uh, kind of pushed his dive a little bit. And then when he hit the top and didn't do it, his proper recovery breathing, screamed out and then went out. We were fortunate enough to get him quickly and he was fine. Just goes to show how important it is to do proper breathing um, and have a proper routine with every single dive. Well, it'd be nice to talk to you in the near future. I hope you're doing well. If anyone needs to get a hold of me, they can get me on my Instagram at spiritcharters. It's S-P-E-A-R-I-T, Charters. Uh, they can DM me there, or they can find my number through there and uh, shoot me a text. All right, good talking to you. Hi, the New Spirit community. Brandon here from Cape Town Spiros and the New Spirit team. Just wanted to say a big congratulations on the 200 episodes. And yeah, I'm super grateful to be a part of the team that brings this all to you and makes the show happen. Super grateful for Isaac and all the opportunities he's given me and everything that New Spear has done for me and my spearfishing. We've got a nice little spearfishing group going down here in Cape Town and it's very much inspired by the New Spear community. So thanks a lot, mate. Really appreciate everything you've done and continue to do. And yeah, here's to the next 200 episodes. Hey guys, thanks for listening all the way through. Um, huge episode 200. Just wanted to thank Captain Dan Walsh again or Captain Buddy Walsh for uh, joining me again. I had an absolute blast and it was really cool getting to listen through all those voice messages. Um, if you support the podcast and you, you know, you listen to every episode, you share it with your mates, um, maybe you want to consider becoming a patron, jump on patreon.com forward slash noobspiro. Jump on there. There's three different levels you can support the podcast at. And most of the time, though, that money goes to funding trips like the East Coast Adventure I recently did. Uh, in October, I'm headed over to WA and uh, I'm into doing a live interview in the Perth Adreno store there. Uh, that's going to be an absolute treat. Um, but hey, thanks for your support. Thanks for the reviews. Thanks for buying Noob Spiro merch at noobspiro.com. Thanks for leaving voice messages and just being part of this rad community. For me, that's it. Shrek over and out. Today's episode was an absolute banger, and so is our major sponsor, Adreno. Visit them at adreno.com.au. They have a huge range of equipment. You can find it at adreno.com.au. Use the code NoobSpear at checkout. When you shop online, you can save $20 on every purchase over $200. You can even use that code in-store at some of their huge mega stores Australia-wide. Price be guarantee on any Australian spearfishing equipment price. Again, visit them at adreno.com.au. Use the code NoobSpear. The Noob Spiro Podcast is incredibly proud to be partnering with Neptonics.com. It's solid gear that works, equipment you can rely on. It's the very best in spearing gear from around the planet. Neptonics is also the one-stop shop for all your spearfishing gear, particularly in the US. They've got free shipping on all orders over $99 in the US. Furthermore, you can use the code NOOB10 to save 10% off on your entire shopping basket at Neptonics.com. Use the code NoobSpiro at Neptonics.com. Music